0: Everyone. We're still working our way through the precepts, and the one I've chosen tonight to discuss a little bit is taking up the way of supporting life. And in the um, more traditional system, it's um, worded as um, not killing. And uh, as a background to all of the precepts, Diane mentions in her book that she um, had a meeting or a number of Dharma teachers in the San Francisco Bay Area had a meeting with the the Dalai Lama a number of years ago and one of the things he emphasised about taking up Dharma practice which Diane repeats and I want to repeat again is that as human beings we have choice. We can make decisions about how we live our life. And um, if you take up Dharma practice and you take up the precepts and you reflect on what is a, um, an ethical way of being in the world and a life of integrity and dignity, um, then it's choosing to support life. And it's choosing to to use other words. It's choosing to appreciate life, and to take it even further. It's loving life. You know, that that's that's the shift that occurs. And so, instead of our our actions towards other other people, other forms of life, the environment, and so on, um, there's a commitment. Instead of it's being motivated by greed or by hatred or by um, Apathy—that there's a a clear intention to actually support life, you know, to love life and embrace life—and what is the, what's at the, the the sort of dharma which is at the centre of this precept? Is um, Joko used a term in one of her books, um, the ABC of practice, and the ABC of practice is simply a bigger container. Is what she meant by the ABC, and so our practice is to grow a bigger container, so that our our identification with life goes from it moves from just um, a self-centred identification of me. um, That's the most important thing. It, It shifts out into a bigger container of, well, me and my family, and me and my friends, and me and my tribe, you know, and me and other. Forms of life, other animals, you know, flowers, it, non-animate things, uh, inanimate things, becomes bigger and bigger, you know, until it includes everything. Um, and so, as we as we wake up out of this self-centered dream, that's what happens. Our container becomes bigger; it includes more, and we identify with more. And if that process occurs, if that that insight is cultivated and develops, then it's just a natural outcome of it that we um, would want to support all forms of life as much as we possibly can because we, we, we're intimately connected with them and identified with them. Or the reverse, the opposite of that is that when, when we experience separateness from life, um, we, we treat it indifferently or we exploit it in some kind of way. So that's the essence of the precept. Um, The precept is often more frequently thought of in terms of um, um, actions, you know, and and ethical choices that that face people around taking life or not taking life. And as Diane says in the book, and what I want to reiterate from my own view as well, is that you can't be a human being, you can't be any animal or human being or form of life living living, and not taking other life. It goes along with it. You have to take other life in order to live. And you will give yourself to life as well, to feed it in some kind of way. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that give and take is part of the interconnectedness of life as well. Um, but when you look into, you know, a lot of the um, a lot of the significant moral issues around this, and I've I've now, this may not be an exclusive list, but off the top of my head, um, uh, where where killing or taking life comes into play, suicide, euthanasia, capital punishment, war. Um, and vegetarianism, killing animals for food. Right? Um, they're all the ways in which we make decisions around this particular precept. And if you look, a few years ago, I was very curious about it and I, I looked on the web at all of these different ways in which life may be taken and the different views on it. And I looked into the the Buddhist view on it Actually, when you go into it, you find that um, all the Buddhist teachers and teachings, they, they lean heavily on around supporting life, um, vegetarianism, no capital punishment, and things like that. But if you read it very, very closely, there is also no absolute view, which is very important. So there's no absolute view that it would that it would in every single circumstances you must not take life mm-hmm. <coughs> it all depends on context and some of us here are vegetarians and some are not vegetarian, I'm not vegetarian although I used to be at one stage in my life but if you choose to eat meat then the way that in which you would embrace this precept is you don't you don't eat meat um, uh, ignoring an apathetic to how that food came to you
1: Do you no. know like in
0: in Orioke, one of the one of the um, one of the uh, verses is about being aware of how this food came to us well, when you're going to eat the lamb chop or the pork chop you know or the steak you know re- re- really be aware of where it came from you know I'm not saying don't eat it. But to just pretend that it I oh, just arrived on the plate you know and and uh, it didn't come from a um, uh, an animal that gave up its life you know in order for us to to live and there's a kind of ignorance around that um, but to actually acknowledge that you know and to and acknowledge the sacrifice that an animal had to make in order for us to live and you eat it anyway well that that's a different. That's a different experience. Yeah. And um, the other thing about this precept too, in a lot of Western culture, you know, ethics and morality is based around used to be based around theology, and it's very heavy and intellectual. Um, and what's missing from all of that is um, uh, a way of being in the world, and, and a guide to acting on, on this precept which comes from the heart right? that, our, that our motivation comes from compassion and it's not just driven by trying to be intellectually consistent across all kind of you know, areas of our life but really the compassion needs to be a very important force um, in what, in what um, drives our decisions in what we do the other thing too around these these issues—suicide, euthanasia, capital punishment, war, vegetarianism, etc.—is that the Dharma way too is to um, approach what can be real dilemmas in our life, like a woman um, falling pregnant unintentionally and whether to have a termination or not, for example, and um, to approach these decisions with humility. Right? with humility, that we, we live un, in uncertainty. We haven't got any absolute view of what is right or wrong. And and it's it's so important too um, that we approach these issues when, with humility when it comes to judging the actions of others. Right? We, we don't know the dilemmas and so on other people would go through like a pregnant mother goes through. In making that decision, you know, to, to 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 be self-righteous about it and go into fixed positions is to really um, to act from separation um, rather than to act from a sense of connectedness with the other and and the suffering that other people may go through. Um, so humility, rather than self-righteousness, is very much um, in the spirit of this um, precept. Um, once people engage with this precept as well, you start to see that it goes far beyond um, the taking of life in the literal sense, um, And that um, there's many other ways in which we can kill killing time mm-hmm. um, killing energy. There's more subtle ways in which it actually works. Do we kill energy by um, conversing too much? And uh, do we kill time by not appreciating what's in front of us and being bored? There's many ways in which we could see this precept beyond the more literal killing of animals, or others, or, or the taking of life. So anyway, another good precept to reflect on and to, to bring into our life. Um, there's, no, there's no authority in these precepts saying, this is right and this is wrong, and you must do this and you must do that. You actually have to take up the challenge of, um, of seeing what's appropriate in each moment of your life and in the context of each moment of your life and speak from your heart thank you